They used them as beacons to find Earth after 3,600 years rotations, right? They were also, they were esoteric masters. They went to war with each other because even within each other, there was factions that were evil and good trying to protect the human race. Now, now, what you said, it, it hits home because there is an extraterrestrial stamp in our genetic code, bro. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Hey, somebody's gonna get inspired by somebody. Shit. Come on, bro. Man. You just, I just lost our respect for you, fool. Well, then maybe you should lick on my testicles one, two. Testicles. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mike Tech, one, two, one, two. It's your boy, Big Tank, and we in here. Ooh, big tech in the fucking house. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Paranoid Radio Podcast. And this is, this is the best show with the best content for the best listeners. And I am your humble host, Troubles Garcia. And joining me in the what's the twos, as you already heard, is the best co-host in the mother, mother planet. A big tech. Salute, salute. Squeaky, squeaky. Yeah, squeaky We're shaking, baby. We're shaking. What's good? <laughs> what's up, bro? What? Hey, let me ask you something. Now, whatever happened to your FCD? Uh, Did you get a it? pill for it. Took a pill for Dig. it. No, for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hey. <clears throat> let me ask you something. Was it like the big ass horse pills that he gave you? <clears throat> the big ass horse pills he gave you at the clinics? At the for you, it might have been a horse pill. For me, they, it's all like a little tic tac. The only way, they, the only reason they gave me a horse pill is because I'm hung like a horse. <laughs> oh my god, that didn't go. That didn't. That doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boy, I am not doing this to you. I swear to God. You do it all by yourself. Dig, what do you mean? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is the best show, as I already told you once before. And we have an amazing episode lined up for all of you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an episode that we wanted. Okay, look. So I guess Big Tank and I have been like brainstorming, trying to fucking figure out what badass ideas and topics. I'm running out of topics, guys. All right. No, Demon. He just <sighs> overthinking shit like always perhaps but dm us and tell us what you guys want to talk about shout out to rico he gave us this actually rico gave me this idea before you gave me this idea tech you just remembered me about the idea that he gave me a couple of ideas ago the problem is this we haven't touched base on this particular topic ever and we've briefly kind of like mentioned and threw their names loosely but today we're gonna be focusing on their lifestyle and what they've done for the humankind but before we do all of that big tech please connect the randomizing machine and give me the preview review Random lines machine, do your thing. Paranoid Radio. That's right, everybody. Welcome to Preview Review. As you already know, this is the Preview Review where I read you a review from Apple Podcasts. They got the it factor, exclamation mark, five stars. The Fail Academy, Trebles, and Big Tank are naturals. They have it. Real Honest gave off sincere vibe to discover what's out there while bringing the audience along on their journey. Always something funny and interesting whenever they talk about something new. Still young and new at the game, but bringing it like true pros and only going to grow. Looking forward to lots more, Paranoid Radio. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. The Fell Academy, the Fell Academy has been on this show before, and I've never been so thankful to, to them, and I haven't I haven't shown the gratitude, my gratitude enough. The Fell Academy and JB from Rogue One Media, thank you so much for that amazing, very long five-star review on Apple Podcast. <laughs> eh. Now, you're going to make you cry, huh, Loki? <laughs> going to shook you up inside? <laughs> Now, I'm uh, feeling like the Grinch going to heart. You know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. Oh, All right. Ruthless. Don't you forget it, fool. There was an ice chest where your heart used to be, and now you have a heartbeat. Ooh, damn. No, I'm taking your rapping skills to the next level, dog. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do any of that, <laughs> we're about to send, head it over to a Ghost Show for the Warp Reality with our monthly segment. Ghost Show, take it over.
What's up, Paranoia Radio Podcast Pals? This is Ghost Joe, and I'm back for another Warped Reality segment. By the way, if you like the creepy, weird, and unexplained stuff, check out my podcast, the Warped Reality Podcast, on all major podcasting platforms. So this month's segment is fire. So let's burn right through this. It's going to really blow your mind, because we're talking about spontaneous human combustion. See what I did there? So the term spontaneous human combustion refers to a situation when a human body is found with significant portions of the middle parts of the body reduced to ashes, much less damage to the head and extremities, and minimal damage to the direct surroundings of the body. The idea in terms spontaneous human combustion, or SHC for short, were both first proposed in 1746 by Paul Rowley, a fellow of the Royal Society, in an article published in the Philosophical Transactions newsletter concerning the mysterious death of Countess Cornelia Bandy. Ablaze, a book written by Larry E. Arnold, a director of Paris Science International, wrote that there had been about 200 cited reports of spontaneous human combustion worldwide over a period of around 300 years. In the early years, many people claimed it was the wrath of God. In the 1970s, it was theorized that a person's emotional state can trigger the phenom. A rare medical condition called the Stevens-Johnson syndrome can cause a severe reaction to certain medications, which in some cases can be instantly fatal and leave the skin with a burn-like appearance. In 2011, a coroner concluded that Michael Faraday may have spontaneously combusted in his home, but he was found a few feet from an open burning fireplace. Coincidence? In fact, many of the cases involve some sort of fire, whether it was a lit cigarette, candle, or fireplace close to the victims. Other factors that are common in many of the cases are that the majority of victims are women and alcohol consumption has occurred. Some theorize that the alcohol in the body could be somewhat of an ignition to SHC. The first mention of spontaneous human combustion in the history books is Polonius Versteers. Polonius was just a regular Italian knight in the late 1400s who liked his wine, women, and song. Me too, buddy. He consumed two ladles, la- ladles? Ladles. Ladles? of very strong wine one night, and it, was, it disagreed with him. So people say that he immediately vomited flame and then burst into flames entirely. No one else seemed to have any problem with the wine, and people were baffled as to how this happened. They're still baffled today. So Nicole Millet, the wife of Parisian innkeeper in 1725, was found after her husband roused the entire inn when he smelled smoke. What was left of her was in the kitchen, almost completely reduced to ash, with the wooden utensils around her unburned. That looked suspicious, and so her husband was actually tried and found guilty of murder. But on appeal, he used a spontaneous human combustion defense, that's a defense, and was exonerated. Nicole's death was found to be due to a visitation of God. So there's only one case of human combustion where there was actually a witness. A mentally disabled woman lived with her father who cared for her. One day, he saw a flash out of the corner of his eye and turned to find her on fire. Despite the flames, she continued to quietly sit there in a chair, not reacting and not giving any indication that she was in pain. The man's attempts to put out the fire left him with burns on his hands. The woman lived through the combustion, though, but slipped into a coma and died shortly after, sadly. This indicates one of the strangest parts of human combustion. It takes a very hot flame to reduce a human body to ash. Crematoriums have special chambers designed for it. However, in almost all combustions, there's no burns in the room around the body, indicating that the person simply stayed in one place. So that'll do it for me this month, guys. If you like this sort of thing, check out the Warped Reality Podcast on all of your major podcasting platforms. I thank you, Trebles Garcia and Big Tank, for allowing me to be back after last month's terrifying segment. Happy holidays, guys. And remember, if you're going to drink this New Year's, don't do it near any open flames. Da!
That is right. Goes your wait, wait, wait. South explosion. Wait, like, like self destruct. That is insane, dude. That is insane. Make sure you guys check out Warp Reality Podcast on warpreality.com and all podcast platforms. Absolutely free. Ghost Joe, you're the man. Make sure you follow him, guys. Now, big tech. Yes, yes, yes. If you want to get your paranoia, <laughs> your paranormal freak on loosely longevity. Ghost Joe is your man. Wait, wait, wait. Lucy Longevity? I like that, bro. That was pretty hot. That was a hardcore (laughs) verse. (laughs) A big tank, it's bird, it's a plane. Nope, it's Paranoid Radio. Big tank, what is happening? What is happening right now? Let me finish my chicken nugget for I'm halfway through my chicken nugget. Handle it, dog. Handle it. He is in his chicken nugget right now, live on the air, and I'm going to have to re intro. All right, let's go. Let's get it. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope. It's Prana Radio. Big Tank, what is happening? What is happening, my people? You guys know the deal. It's your boy, Big Tank, and we back out here. Ooh. And you guys know the deal. This is the best segment of the show where I'm take, giving you two stories, and I want Ooh. you to get two cents for my two cents, and we deposit that bitch to the bank of knowledge. Yeah, the bank of knowledge. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so. Let's talk about the world and what is our normal day thing, my people. So, Trebles, I know for a fact, he leaves, he goes to work, he stops by a fast food joint, Mm -hmm. gets a coffee, or Mm -hmm. something to eat. Sometimes Mm -hmm. both. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he'll take food for his coworkers, whatever it is. Word. No big deal. Me, I'm six. 7 a.m. I'll go get myself a nice coffee. Okay. Give me that energy booster. Get keep me running. Keep me going. That's right. Uh, maybe some French toast sticks. Maybe some chicken nuggets. Like as you guys heard right now, devouring some creamy, some creamy, some creamy chicken nuggets. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what if I were to tell you that people are planning on banning fast food? Wait, wait, wait. People, what you mean? Okay, when you give me these facts, dog, and you say people, it makes me feel like my neighbors, my landlord, my mom is trying to ban me from eating fast food. Why? When? What so, the fuck? So, 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 so. There, ha- there has been a higher collective thinking where people are thinking that fast food is not the way to go. Maybe we should ban it. You have to remember a lot of uh, stuff that is legal or is illegal now was at one point legal so can you imagine remember cocaine used to be a sedative <laughs> cocaine and cocaine accessories that's right a, one hell of a drug <laughs> big dog but at a point it was legal yep even as of right now uh the whole uh flume uh the whole vaping thing it's about to get banned in uh january thank god all of that is about to get banned and at one point it technically was legal okay and that's quote unquote causing all these illnesses uh whether it be related to cancer can cause it whatever it is so mm-hmm. even depression it, it, exactly it definitely does so because it fucks up your chemicals and shit same thing can be said for fast food yep a lot of those a lot of those stuff that we rely on you have to admit it causes obesity it causes diabetes high low blood pressure you're not supposed to eat it every single day but guess wow. what it's fast food Exactly, and very convenient and very cheap. Exactly. Mm. So, can you imagine, I don't know, 20, 30 years from now when something catches a lot of movement? You have to remember, uh, it takes a while for a movement to grow. And then this is not no knock at anybody, but perfect example. How many activists did we have in the 90s just for something simple? Uh, let's just say like the LGBTQ community. Word. And it took I, like 30, 40 years, yep. Exactly, exactly. I mean, stuff can definitely happen. Well, guess what? We're going to have a bunch of open places because I want to say fast food takes up a lot of real estate. It really does. Believe it or not, it takes a lot more space than what you think. There's a joint for burgers or fast food place in every corner, at least here in LA. Like, there's a fast dog. Fast food is everywhere. It's like a cancer, which also gives you cancer, by the way. (laughs) It definitely does. All right, big dog, run me through the rundown of a normal week. How many times do you say, let's go get fast food? Do is I'm gonna give you one day and then multiply by that by fucking uh, by five days of work, right? And then okay. the weekend in the weekend, I'll, I'll, that'll be like one outing at a regular restaurant, not a fast food restaurant. Okay. But if you wanna do fast food, 
I in the morning I pump gas, right? I'm, I pump. I used to work fucking like 60, 70 miles away from my job, so I would pump gas every other two days. So I would pump gas at the gas station, get some. That's a fast food. You get some fucking fat, fast little cheap coffee at AM PM, and then no promotional here. We're not getting paid by AM PM, but that's where the place I would get my coffee. Um, and then I'll get some fucking thing, whatever. Or if not, on the way to work, I'll stop buying Mickey D's and get me my fucking coffee there. The Mickey D's coffee is so fucking sugary and so much Arabic coffee and that shit that'll fucking make you your bones jump. The point here is, I will stop by, okay, so Mickey D's in the morning, and then I'll hit a little taco or a fucking burger joint in the afternoon, and then when I get here, since my me and my wife are, uh, are millennials, we don't like cooking, we probably cook maybe once or twice a week, then I'll fucking pick her up, and then we'll go to a fucking another fast food place to go get either ice cream or a fast food little little joint right Talk so about let's whatever. say three two three times two three. a day two to three times a day so i'm wasting let's forget low, about the money that i'm wasting it. let's, let's lowball it let's, <clears> let's times do two, a day. two times a day yeah okay two times seven right two times five no saturday sunday i'm pretty sure you eat fast food too oh we you? do yeah i eat fast food in the morning yeah so, yeah two times seven 14 times and let's not even throw the monetary value at it yeah because i know at any given point it's over 20 dollars now Bam. Two, it, yeah, it, I have to feed three. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's over 20 bucks. But let's just say that. Let's not even throw the monetary value. We're growing at least, at least $120 to $100 a week on nothing but fast food. So, can you imagine if we multiply that times 30 days? Whoa. 30 days. You mean uh, a month? A and month? Then, uh, so, four times a week. That's 400 bucks. And Yeah, we're blowing a gang of my Hey, fool, you just made me another savings account, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But let's be honest about it. Word. And what does this do to you? You get me? Hey, we were just talking about it the other day. Where when uh, you were eating late night, what, you went to B-dubs because you had yep. that late night craving. That, mm, oh, yeah. I need, I, need some, I need some of that in my life. Yep. And guess what happened? How did you feel the next day? I had heartburn, and I felt like I couldn't fucking push out... Um, you know my bowel, bowel movement, just to say the least. Good <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I fucking. Uh, to be honest with you, I feel like the fat when I eat ever, whenever I eat fast food after six o'clock p.m., I feel like I gained weight the next morning. Like I feel heavier. Like it is instantly, so hard instantly. instantly. In, it is instantly, it's so yes. hard to get that weight off, dog. Like fast food weight is the weight that sticks to your body the most. It's toxic. To exactly. Toxic exactly. Weight. Okay. Okay. So. How would you feel about it looking at it through this perspective? Is there a ground for that movement that they're starting? Yeah, yeah. There, look, a lot of fucking our fast food. I'm gonna tell you this. This is true. You can look this up, guys. Fast food restaurants around the world are being banned, and I'm talking about American fast food restaurants are being banned across all continents. I'm not talking about just one country. I'm talking about all. Europe and Africa, there's pl in Asia, there's places where fast food restaurants, American fast food restaurants, don't have a place anymore because the society in those countries are pushing them out. Skittles, in fact, Skittles is banned. Look this up. Banned, I think, in Canada. I'm not sure if it's Canada and all the UK. Like, they're banning them because they're toxic. Not only because they could give you cancer and all this shit, but also because of the high sugar levels. It's it's a real epidemic around the world, and I think the, 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 the world is tired with you based fast food restaurants taking over culture okay now let's play devil's advocate how convenient is it though it's extremely convenient dog it's it's, it's beyond convenient how far does it take you for you from your house to go to your first local fast food place how far would you two say blocks down like literally turn off I, I i take longer turning on the car than driving there like it's so close exactly imagine i mean imagine if you're in a full head of household you got to feed two, three kids. You just got home. Your wife just got home too, or if she doesn't stay home. Uh -huh. and she, Or maybe she just doesn't have time. You have to clean, pick up stuff, and then try to do all that. It's really hard. Much love to my mom that actually went through all that and did it's that. It's a different era too, dog. Exactly, exactly. She worked. She had a full schedule. She took care of us. She fed us. And still she cooked. Washed. Exactly. And she still said we want to get it done. I don't know how they did it, honestly. Conservative, dog. Conservative, hey, Seriously, yeah. seriously, seriously. But, I mean, in this day and age, I want to say a lot of people wouldn't survive without fast food. Yeah. Where, I, I, I know for a fact that's a big part of my body. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, it's kind of hard. I'm going to shoot it both ways. I mean, no promotion. But what's your go-to fast food spot? Like, you go there mostly out of every other place. For me to eat? It's probably JB, Jack in the Box. Amen. Preach on that one. Because that's mm -hmm. what, that's, uh, or look, right in front of me, 
Mm-hmm. I actually have it pretty nice or pretty bad, depending how you see it. Mm-hmm. I got McDonald's mm-hmm. on the other street, and this is like a block away. I have McDonald's, Jack in the Box, Taco mm-hmm. Bell, Wiener Schnitzel. Dude, they put it right in your face, dog. Yes, and a Burger King just a little bit down. You so don't think it's a conspiracy? <laughs> you don't think they do it to a, keep us a, dumb? It's a keep conspiracy, us... definitely, to make sure that that we're we just, uh, the, so to make sure that we're always codependent, that we're also mentally ill, also healthily. Like why our health is fucking deteriorating. So what do we what do we become after we're, we're deteriorating? We go to the doctors. We're on medicine. So What's we become a customer. We're a customer on a customer. They got us coming and going, dog. Like yes. they, this. So it's all about it work together. I'm not sure if pharmaceutical companies are lobbying with fucking fast food policies around the world, or at least in the United States. But I could I could tell you this much: wherever the money's at, that's where corruption's at, and and power hungry people. I, I could tell you that much. So uh, yeah, they caught us coming and going, definitely. To say the very least. So I mean, am I pro? Am I am I against it? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how time unfolds. Because we do, I we do need it. I will say, like you said, it is an addiction to say the very least. Because a lot yeah. of people cannot stop, no matter how much they try. Tank, tank. You know, it's also an addiction. Okay, like people, some people are fucking hooked on heroin. I was hooked on coke, right? And like you, when you walk to a liquor store, it's so hard to say no to alcohol. Like right now, I'm stop. I'm almost two months uh, sober of anything. I'm cold turkey as fuck right now, guys. And congratulations to me, right? But the thing is this: I walk into a liquor store and all I see is liquor, and it's legal. So it's so hard to say no to those particular things. Fast food, they're everywhere. They're cheap. They're convenient. They have drive-throughs. You don't want. You don't need to get out of your car no more. They'll come and bring it to your car. It's so convenient. It's right in your face. It's so, dog. You know what I mean? It's perfect for you to be and then just consume it. And um, exactly, yeah. big dog. Exactly. It, it's it's. There's a lot more against us than for us. Yeah. That's the way I'm seeing it, to be honest. Word, word. But enough of this topic. Let's jump on to another story. Ooh, big yeah. dog. I want to ask you a personal question. Have you done all your Christmas shopping? Yeah, I'm done. Thank God. I haven't. I have. Yeah. And they just did a study <laughs> where I shit you not. <laughs> <laughs> they literally just did a study where everybody waits off to the last minute like how why but why do we do that i used to do that too i but- honestly honestly i don't know it's just pain in the ass going in their stores but even then so and then at the end of it i'll buy something half-assed fuck it is it like it is it like it if they don't, See, they don't. but it's it's even more even worse to go into target or or, or, or wally world walmart or, when or it's, the mall or the mall towards the end of the month when there's more people in there it's more of a pain of, I, I don't get it it's just reverse psychology <laughs> it is it is but they I, I mean at the end of the day it's like fuck and then if you give somebody money or a gift card you either think cool or fuck this would just didn't have time or he just didn't care. Let me tell you something, dog. I gave gift cards to everybody. Fool, no, I you lazy. No... Then that, that does not kind of shock. I am there. anti-social and I'm no, anti-bad vibes. No, 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 that doesn't even count as shopping, man. I mean, dog. to be honest, that doesn't even count whatsoever. Really, dog? They're gonna look. That I have them. Count. Oh my god! Look, you fool. you took the easy way out. Fool. <laughs> Let's be honest about it. That's like the easiest, most plainest thing. Except for my wife know. and my daughters. Everybody else got gift cards. I'm talking about like 50 here, 100 here, 50 here, 100 here, 50 like, and I'm done. Like, I'm, I don't have to buy anything for my sister-in-law, yeah, no, yeah, my mother-in-law, like nothing. The, that's, that's like the most easiest way to get out of it, to be honest. Yeah, so, sound, let's be honest. You, you sound I like a it. fucking hater. They made them for a reason, okay? <laughs> the laziness. Well, that's all it is. Well, no type of effort or anything put in there for... It's almost like saying Shut up! You don't have anything purchased yet, you fucking lazy ass. No, no, what are no, you talking no. about? I do have stuff purchased. I said I'm not done. Let's correct it. Tag, I don't want to talk about fool. this anymore, Tag. No, no, no. Let's talk about it. Because <laughs> look, look, look. a bunch of people around the world. Well, let's uh, just quote America. A bunch of people around, okay. around America are gonna wait till the very last minute to go buy get something they probably don't like overpay because if you guys don't believe this or not as the time gets closer the mm-hmm. price actually start increasing because they know you need it and you have that's to right buy it. that's right so one of the most hot ticket items right now is video game consoles and video games that's the number one thing on top after mm-hmm. that you got clothing slash accessories which is more along the place of uh how do you call it i guess shoes 
per se. Mm-hmm. And after that, you got kids' toys. Those are the top three things that people are giving out, which I totally do agree with. I mean, mm-hmm. personally, nobody's gonna get a video console off me. If I'm gonna buy a video console, it's gonna be for me. Word. I mean, let's be honest about that. Yeah, even, I, even I ain't my, even my to kid nobody. is gonna have to fight me for mine. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, to fuck say that, the least. Nah, fuck that. Really have have him grow up and get his own console. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go mow some lawns or something if there's even lawns in the future. Whatever. Top, it is, I mean. top love, mother, mother. Uh, don't set up a lemonade stand. I, you know what I'm saying. I think I think it's only a set of millennials like us. I think it's the millennial after anything after millennials, millennials and anything after is the one of people that think like that fool. Because anybody else like before us, like they were over it, you know. Like, but we, I know for a fact I didn't have. Console consoles until like I was a teenager, and even then I became addicted to, to gaming after. And I was like, I'm never letting this go, and this is now still part of my life. I am 32 years old now. <laughs> no, I, I'm 31. I'm gonna be honest. I mm. did have a console pretty young, maybe uh-huh. seven, eight, which was original Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Loved it, thought it was badass. Got had a good amount of games, whatever it is, and then I progressed into the 64. Yo, love the 64. yo, 64 the original. Yeah, 64 was king. Check this out though. The original Nintendo Entertainment System, that shit was a hundred dollars with two controls and one uh, no two controls, the little gun, and the and the the, the dual pack, uh, super uh, Mario, and then the little Duck Hunter thing. Yes. For a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars back then equal to over six hundred, almost six hundred bucks today. Trip the fuck out. Okay. Like during this during this time of uh, of of the year. That's exactly, that's exactly my point. It's like I remember when I got it, I was so overhead of the moon. I didn't even ask about the price. I I couldn't. Money didn't wasn't even programmed in my thing. I was the happiest kid. Yeah. yeah Stuck yeah. playing right there, and then we yeah. had the whole um, we had to get the whole adapter because we our TV didn't have the three colors. <laughs> it was it connected to the antenna, so you had to go to like Only the, two or three. Man, what do you know about like antenna? Though? What do you know about VCRs? Now get the I fuck out! Seriously, <laughs> what do you know about TiVo, big dog? Hey, TiVo, dog. What do you know about the, What do you know about those five dollar movies from the Swami, big dog? Did, oh, the fucking bootlegs. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and they, they were bootleg until you found out how to copy the VCR, everything on the TV. So you would stand there and watch the TV. And record the video, the movie on the VCR, and yeah. then and then and then and then whenever you will watch the movie again, you had to skip through the commercials. <laughs> Fast forward. Yeah, you just skip it. Do, 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 do. Just skip it. You had two VCRs going to fucking burn the other VCR into one. I mean, uh, one VHS. Dog, oh. those were the days. Those am I am days, I incriminating myself right now with plagiarizing and and uh, and racketeering and, and parody? Everybody's doing it, big dog. Everybody's doing it, big dog. Hey, Woo. shit, I was king of LimeWire for a while, big dog. Yeah, hey, LimeWire, dog. Woo. Childhood memories. <laughs> you want to know something that brought me up, brought me back right now? That uh, I, was, I was watching a video on it. Uh-huh. Uh, the old school how to record a voicemail. Yeah, dude. You you play a song. Yes. Tank, tank. My first my first parties in high school when I was a freshman, I would I would leave a voice greeting on my on my phone time yo if you want to come to the party you gotta make a left on the 60 get off of here if you're coming from la you're gonna come to this it's your boy whatever trebles yeah whatever and then hang up and then turn off my phone so that when people will call the info line they'll hear the fucking uh, the map quest how to come to the party and that's yes, what it is. <laughs> it was such a pain in the ass the phone, the internet on the phone wasn't the greatest. It was all beta, yeah. Yes, it was completely. I do remember that. Oh Gangster, homie. God, God. And we come damn. from the original days, dog. Like, and then, hey, and I then uh, this. fucking MySpace bulletin, the blowing up on MySpace. And that bulletin. was yeah, the future. Because there the were multi- multi- multiple. Uh, fucking party crews posting it up, so you were like right there too to post, 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 word, post, word, post, post, word. Oh my God, golly! Talk hey, about we, scroll back. We had a lane. what? A, what is happening? We went on a, on a memory lane this today, dog. <laughs> hey, seriously, seriously, to say the fucking least. That's Damn, right. this was what is happening. We just took you back through some old school loving, along as some fear of fast food. Till the next time. <laughs> That is right, big time. Thank you for those two amazing stories. As always, did an amazing job. Hey, have you noticed that what has happened has become a little bit more nostalgic and longer? Huh? I don't know nostalgic. Huh? I will say longer. I will definitely say longer. Longer I... and stronger? Can you say longer and stronger, I guess? At least. Longer, deep, or what? Longer and deep. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and for different folks, for different folks. <laughs> hey, I felt that. I felt that. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you already know what's up. 
Please allow me to jump in front of deep end in the pool and set the fucking mood. Serving Law of One, Master Templar programs and genetic distinctions, endless cycles of reincarnation and DNA code convolution. The history of the Anunnaki rite, written by the Sumerian, is filled with astronomical and scientific references too advanced for the time they were written in. The knowledge is still one of the most many mysteries done by humankind. This is the uncovering of that mystery, because even the Anunnaki aren't purebred. Each god of the Anunnaki story aren't single, but collectives of the Anunnaki hybrids. As we are all made in their image, you cannot understand the Anunnaki gods, deities, and ultra-dimensional beings if you yet don't understand the three-dimensional incarnate in your carbon-based existence. Welcome to the Anunnaki. That was a mouthful. Shit. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh. So, I'm going to give you guys a quick fact. The oh, earliest shit. known usage of the term Anunnaki, where you could physically see their writing, was mm. 2144 BC. Whoa. Oh, that's the most back, confirmed. Back. That's the most confirmed earliest. Okay. Okay. No more, no less. That's the earliest that we could establish in stone. And I literally mean that in motherfucking stone. Okay. Oh, shit. So, that's older than the Bible. Agreed. Way older than definitely the Bible. Okay. agreed. Definitely, oh. definitely agreed. So I mean it definitely goes a different way. So what do you think, Big Dog? I think um there's a lot of stories here. I'm gonna bring up I'm not gonna to touch too much on the history of of their evolution coming onto Earth, but I am gonna say that since it is older than the Bible, the theology of Mary and Jesus also was adopted by the Egyptians. The Egyptians have a similar story to the fucking Sumerians, which is like the Anunnaki. And the Sumerians, I'm not talking about the Anunnaki, the Sumerians, the, the civilizations of the humankind were the first and most organized civilization of in human history. So these are the oldest people with the oldest pyramids, with the oldest civilization and tablets. They invented cuneiform writing. If there's any any type of tablets that we find today with scriptures, it's because the Sumerians invented it, if that makes any sense. So they found clay tablets in 1849, 14 clay tablets in Iraq, where they depicted these Anunnaki gods. And like Big Tank just said, the Anunnaki were way older than the first uh, the, the common-based era, which is now, like, after after death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it most definitely, most definitely. I mean, so the Anunnaki are chief mainly in literally text. So what that means is that everything has been written down. So this is what stands to hold the proof of whether you believe it or not, there is ancient text, whether it be an old story, however you want to place it. Or you want to say fairy tales? Sure, let's go with that. You get me? Word. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, there is scientifically written stuff saying that they are here. But this is where it gets a little bit more known. It's a little washy, right? It's a little, yes. a little mythy, yeah. So uh -huh. um, in all the most basic sense, the descendants of, of the Anunnaki or even Anunnaki themselves it does hold itself a little bit more to mythology since they are more, quote-unquote, I guess, how would you put it, Big Dog? Celestial beings? Okay, celestial beings. Because, look, okay, so uh, what the tablets, those tablets that they found in 1849, what it depicts is that they came from a, a planet called Nibiru that orbits the Earth every 3,600 years. So the Nibiru, it's a ninth planet in our solar system, but it has an oval solar, how do you say that, solar gravitational pull was solar fucking uh, it, it, it orbit in orbit yeah exactly it has it okay. has it's it's weird it has a weird orbit almost like pluto where it's more of an uh -huh. oval shape than anything else allegedly exactly. i mean it, it's definitely something else and every single time it gets close to Earth is when the older, uh, younger dryas and the older dryas happen. The younger dryas, for the people that do not know, it's a reset of the planet. When I mean reset by the planet, I don't mean that only humankind perish. I mean that historically the tectonic plates shift, volcanoes erupt, uh, uh, floods happen, and some of these floods are recorded not only in, in, in on the tablets but also on the Bible. Now I'm gonna see. I'm gonna tell you guys how this connects. First of all, they came down to Earth from Nibiru because Nibiru is perishing. It's the, the, the fucking, you know, the cosmos, the fucking, the, the atmosphere is fucking blowing the fuck up. And they need gold. They need gold to power their electric fucking little pl planes. And also because gold has a lot of healing properties. It's a healing, it's, a, it's an electric conductor and it protects you from radiation 
energy. In case you guys don't know, there's gold inside your phone, inside your Game Boy Color Advanced SP, whatever, inside your car, inside your computer chips, everywhere. There's pieces of gold because it's such a good conductor. Hence why gold is one of the most valuable fucking commodities of this planet. Now, when the Nibiru came down to Earth, they created a city, the first ever city called Iridu. And inside this Iridu is called this garden called Eden. Now, this is where it starts connecting with the Bible. Throughout the whole time that they were here, they created a race called Aikiki. And this race went to, they, they, they brought the race from, from space. And this race rebelled against them. So may, that pushed them to create man. Now, check this out. This is kind of like how Genesis, God created uh, Adam out of the sand and out of his rib, fucking uh, Eve was created, right? According to the Bible. Check this out. So what they did was they started fucking around with the apes and their own DNA. So the Anunnaki started injecting their DNA onto the apes to give birth to man. The first line of creation that they made was the Nephilim. You get what I'm you see where I'm going now, right? The yes, Nephilim yes. failed. When the Nephilim failed, the fucking uh, Nibiru came, got closed, and then the younger dryers hit in, and then the fucking flood came and washed everything off, just like the Bible predicted, right? And then they created the first fucking man called Adamu. Adam, Adamu. You see what you see where it connects here? So it's almost exactly the same story of the fucking Bible. I, this is why I kind of got shaky with Big Tank because we were talking about this. And Tank is like, nah, dude, it sounds, you know, it's a myth, a little, a little, what you say it was called? A little mystic? It was too um, mythological. Mythological, right? Yeah. So it got to it got to a point where they started using human slaves, and the human slaves started reproducing too fucking fast. While they were producing, they created a fucking giant pyramid city called Ziggurat. And stepping stones around the world. Now, the reason they created, we've said this many times on the, on the show before, they created stepping stones in every fucking powerful landline across the world, connecting to the fucking pyramid next to it on the next continent, specifically to harvest the Earth's uh, uh, magnetic field power and the energy from under the ground. That's kind of like... We've talked about this before. Every civilization has the same state pyramid. The fucking Egyptians, the the, the Almics, the Aztecs, right? The Incas, even Asian pyramids in uh, in, uh, in in India. So they left breadcrumbs and brought gifts of creation to humankind everywhere around the world. Trip the fuck out. Okay. So with all that being said, there is couple known civilizations that have been quote-unquote stated to have worshipped the Anunnaki and I'm okay. gonna give you the most mm -hmm. um the Sumerian civilization existed from 4100 BCE to about 1750 BCE the name summer actually meant land of civilized kings the Sumerians oh. were one of the first groups to divide into hours and minutes they also had a complex religion that involved gods called the Anunnaki Okay. Yes, yes, yes. The Anunnaki were believed to be in charge of the Sumerians' fates. Many myths involved members of the Anunnaki passing judgment on humans, almost uh -huh. how you see in Egyptian mythology. How uh -huh. uh, how uh, Horus and Anubis would uh, how uh, would uh, see who would go up, who would go down in the most basic sense. Wow. Okay. okay. So, with all that being said. Most people chalk these stories up to mythology, which where I am getting it from, which is why it's hard, but it's definitely believable. If something is written in time, you are going to have people that believe it and also disbelieve the same thing like the Internet. Exactly. Can you can you believe everything on the Internet? No. Should you? Hey, don't talk uh, about the Internet. Fool. The Internet yeah. is the most amazing fucking piece of information out there. Right? For everything you hear in the Internet, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is a lot of uh, things that do coincide where where we've talked about that this all sounds the same. Anunnaki um, have similar gods even to the Greeks, believe it or not. Yes. So it's definitely a lot of it intertwines. Can it be could it, Christianity be a piece of the Anunnaki history that people took out? Can, can people just be taking out stuff of the Anunnaki and creating their own religion? For example, the Greeks, like I was saying. I yeah, mean, adopted some, parts of like Hinduism and then other fucking Buddhism and all this shit, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Some researchers believe that Anunnaki may have been actual beings. I mean, one popular theory is that they came from to Earth from another planet, like mm -hmm. how my boy was telling you. Some believe they came from a mysterious planet X they, that passes way close every thousand years, like how, the uh -huh. same thing you're saying. Uh -huh. I mean... It's just different but, labels and different names on them. Hey, for different strokes for different folks. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I mean, some even go as far as to say that the Nanaki were species of reptilian humanoids. Oh, well, there it is. Ah, thank you for bringing that in. Uh, aside of them leaving time, uh, I want to say evidence like the pyramids. They use them as beacons to find Earth after three thousand six hundred years rotations, right? Yo. They were also they were also esoteric masters. They went to war with each other because even within each other there was factions that were evil and good for trying to protect the human race. Now, now what you said it, it hits home because there is an extraterrestrial stamp in our genetic code, bro. Before they left, check this out. Before they left. They left a monarchy, a bloodline system here on Earth. And this is where we get to modern code era, right? This is where we get to, to where we live. These beings, like you said, lived in a different dimension. Now, people, if you guys do not know, we are we live in a 3D carbon-based form dimension. All right, guys? And once you go, so allegedly, once you die, your soul becomes in another dimension, plasma dimension, soul dimension, uh, a, a level, a level be at the top of that. There's three dimensions after that, and three dimensions after that, and three dimensions after that. These entities live in a fifth dimension, which means that they could shape shift at will without us even noticing it. And then to us, the way we see it is almost holographic. It looks like a fucking, if you ever held a Pokemon card and you fucking shift it to the side and the colors would change, that's how we interpret it with our eyes because we still cannot fathom the dimension they live in. So when they transform, it looks, it could only look to three, three, three dimensional to us. Does that make any sense? Of so, course, most definitely. A lot of the species that, like you mentioned, a lot of the species that live amongst us, shape-shifting, are not only Anunnaki and Anunnaki hybrids, like I mentioned earlier, earlier but draconian, reptilian, and shape-shifting animals. Now, I'm going to give you a quick story, dog. I haven't told this story to everybody. I told it to Rico because we were talking deep about this. A lot of people here in, 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 uh, in the world find ways to shape-shift without having to be connected or, I guess, be with the reptilian federation guys i'm gonna tell you something my great grandmother which i'm not proud of was a shape-shifting shifting witch she used to fucking turn herself into a hog as a matter of fact my mother was also kind of a witch herself she was a medium now she never shape-shifted but her grandmother did the reason I'm telling you that, guys, is this because a lot of people think religion calls it demonic possession and spirituality calls it reincarnation, right? Or or, or the, the, the connection between being an alien or DNA activation to connect yourself to a reptilian alien that gives you the powers or skill set to transform or fucking holographic shapeshift. But we do know... Uh, for example, Big Time comes from a fucking line of people that live in Mexico, so that live in this little area where it's secluded and glorified to be a witch. And these people shape shift into owls and right and other Perhaps. fucking things. So how do you connect those two? Are these people connected to reptilians? Are they reptilians themselves, or have they tapped into the, their DNA through magic, or I guess demonic possession? I'm using quotation marks here to fucking connect themselves and have the power of shape shifting because they have to be amongst the same line, right? You don't have to be in. You don't have to be an elite class to be able to shape shift. I'm saying just find just finding that potential through magic or spiritual ascension. What do you think? Okay, okay. So now that you dive deep into that, there is a lot of stuff. A lot of people that will say that we are mutants, that we are extractions, that we have not fully tapped in to our our DNA quote, power, our DNA, our, our brain, brain power. power. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, what's one of the most quotes that we only use, what, 10% of our brains or something like that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so who's to say that once we fully tap in, we start getting more and more? Like that one movie, what was it? Uh, the one with Lucy. Uh, Lucy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they took that more along the scientific approach. Mm-hmm. You get me? But who's to say that it doesn't have to be just necessarily the brain? Maybe it's opening up your soul. Like a lot of people do believe in it. Once, uh, once somebody believes in it, it's some. It's really hard to get somebody to change their mind. Let me tell you something. What if, okay, let's, for example, let's say, like you said, let's pretend that our DNA is a little washed up, right? We're mutts, right? And and somehow, some way, we are connected to the reptilian evil force of the world or the Anunnaki, the evil Anunnakis, right? Okay. How do you say, no, stop, I don't want to be part of this evil fucking um, agenda and then use that DNA power for good? You because can, even the, uh, uh-huh. Okay. At that point, it's been so embedded, but it's also been so washed away. Cause it's not, it's not like we physically see them here. If technically they were here, you get me. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. it's, I want to say we're sort of in the incubation stage, where we've forgotten, quote unquote, our masters. I guess you could say. 
Uh-huh. You get me? I mean, for all that we know, I mean, they're they're waiting for us to grow. You know how they uh they're waiting for us to for us to get harvested, I guess, to a uh -huh. sense, or for us to I be put so. to good use for us uh -huh. to be put to good use. I mean, that's definitely one thing that can be happening. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck knows in 20 years, uh, almost like D-Day, like Independence Day, uh, fucking we don't, they start arising. Okay, well, hey, you guys look fat, plum. All right, we're going to put you guys to work. You get exactly. Me? Uh -huh. I mean, it's definitely possible. But as far as all that being in your DNA, for all that we know, when they come, all that's get activated and triggered. I mean, okay, cool. All right, let's activate your Whoa. latent abilities or something. I don't know. It's it, definitely it, it, possible. I think a possible way that I think, and this is just us here now theorizing, because it's a theorizing show as well. I think now, by the time they come down again every three thousand six hundred years, it not only might be interpreted as the as the uh, um rapture written in this in on the Bible. You know how the Bible talks about a rapture right before the fuck apocalypse. Yes. Okay, so it might be a rapture, uh, triggered as a UFO invasion. Right, right, agreed, and agreed. then, and then, if these guys are in a higher frequency, dimensional power, right, plasmic um, reality, they could even activate our DNA through frequency, kind of like how MK Ultra works through a sound of a uh, through a through a fucking frequency of a, a sound that you can't hear, only dogs can hear. You would fucking brain will get triggered, and you'll become an assassin, or your reptilian side or Anunnaki side will get used, and you become a slave or a powerful warrior. For evil, you get what I'm saying? Because exactly, even the, even the tablets talk about how we have been, our DNA has been suppressed, and when they left, they left our DNA to us. We could only use two strands of our DNA. When in reality, we have twelve strands of DNA, and in reality, it's not about us only using ten percent of our brain, but only knowing how ten percent of everything works. We could use our brain potential. We just haven't tapped into it. To use it to 100% to, to gain telekinesis, holographic powers. I mean, um, how do you say that? Uh, Shape-shifting powers. As a matter of fact, dog, you know what I just thought, fool? You know why these fucking Egyptian gods had heads of animals? Shape-shifters. Shape-shifters. They were probably shape-shifting uh, skill set animals, uh, entities, gods, aliens, demonic fucking entities, whatever they want to call them. They had the potential to shapeshift and become a Nubis or dog or a fucking falcon. You know what I'm saying? And to us humans, as Egyptians, we're like, dog, like, these are, these are our gods. And we try to look like them eventually. We try to mimic what they do. And and they they, get, they gifted us tools and frequency powers and music and art and, and culture, right? And they left all that shit behind us. But in reality, they were shapeshifting, which is why we drew them as fucking animals with heads and shit. Like, I mean, humans with heads, hybrids. Fucking trip the fuck out. Exactly my point, big dog. That's exactly what it comes down to. I mean, hey, you could see it multiple different ways, to be honest. I mean, let's be honest about that. You could definitely see it multiple different ways, and it's just a trip. I mean, can can all the religions be sort of picked off by the Anunnaki religion? You get me? You know, by the you know what? Too? All the all the religions lead to one place. Like they all lead to the stars. Exactly. To the heavens. So I don't think these I don't think these stories have been I don't think these stories are not are 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 inaccurate. I think these stories are just a little perverse or mistranslated, like you were telling me. You know what I'm saying? A story from a story from a mouth of a mouth, and then you write it down in old ass languages, and then you translate it to brand new languages that people can understand can understand now. But the words change, dog. The meaning. Yeah, 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 most definitely. I mean, I I know we talked about it yesterday, but I literally brought up the whole uh. Family Guy story where quote unquote Stewie goes to um Stewie goes back in time and meets uh Jesus and he's like hey he's like yeah we went to go meet him he, he was a little overhyped he was basically I guess quote unquote doing a wannabe magic trick I mean can that happen yes more definitely the Stuff one with the fingers exaggerated yeah when the he one with the fingers and everybody's like what the fuck what the fuck is this for doing this was powerful okay I mean I'm I'm not throwing no shade at anything but I mean stuff does get for example if you go to a movie and you really like it you're gonna hype it up dog that shit was badass as opposed to somebody that goes to see it and let's say it just doesn't it just doesn't fit them. 
-hmm. he's not his cup of tea, not his type of stroke. You get me? Yeah. So stuff does get exaggerated both ways, to say the very least. Yeah. For all that, for all that we know, they said they might have had uh, how do you call it, heads like animals, but in reality, they could have had uh, I don't know, fucking uh, those things that the that the Indians were the Native Americans when they have like a wolf on top of their head or something. Mm -hmm. You get me while they were eating or something. So it's like, oh, they're eating like animals. You get me? I mean, obviously. I'm, this is just me spitballing, but uh -huh. definitely people's impressions and the way they speak of things does take effect. Yeah, even even the Sumerian fucking statues of the Anunnaki are half man, half horse with wings. So exactly. even that, that alone should tell you something, right? Like it probably doesn't look like that, but that's how they fucking interpret it because we're in a three-dimensional and that's how three dimensions and that's how we could interpret it. That's how we write it down. As a matter of fact, fool, there's, you know, when there's stories of the Bible where they're writing it, right? I'm not trying to prolong this, but like the Bible is talking about how there's UFOs coming down from heaven, but they wrote, they, 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 they like, like they described the UFO coming down from heaven as a carriage with horses Flying, kind of like Santa Claus, flying down from the heavens with fire on the back and landing on earth and giving the messages to the people. You call that a UFO, dog. That's well, like, okay, okay. They Not just couldn't interpret that. it as a ship, you know? They, exactly. Okay. If you draw nothing but horses and carriages, which is what's relevant at that time. Exactly. Don't you don't you think that's easier to draw than having to draw a new ship or whatever it is? You like, you'll be more socially so, socially be uh what is it socially accepted if you draw exactly. a carriage with horses and fire fire in the back? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean. This was fucking wild, big dog. This it is. Was definitely it is. fucking wild. There's a lot of things that we didn't touch on Anunnaki. The, the Anunnaki history, the name Anu, the name Aki, uh, the gods, more deep into depth, uh, the dimensions into depth. There's a fucking 15-dimensional uh, time and space matrix. I want you guys to look it up. 15-dimensional time and space matrix. If you want to understand more how the dimensions work, look up this fucking graph. Guys, I went into a deep hole, but I don't want to drop too many dark bombs on you because I'm not a black pill chill guy type of dude, nor... I I don't want to take away from the story base of the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki is a, it's a rich history within itself of just the Sumerian tablets alone without having to go into depth or what the alien species and bloodlines and DNA coding came out to be. All right, guys. So thank you so much for joining us. Big Tank. Let them know where they can find you. You guys know that they will catch me at EKNAT626. Once again, EKNAT626. Go check it out. Go follow. Let me know what you guys are feeling, what you guys are not feeling. And if you guys do or don't like it, cool, because I really just don't care. Till the next time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out Pushing Rope Show, where you can get your weekly dose of comedic relief where Big Tank and I go head to head on cosmic events. I mean, sorry, <laughs> on, on drafts, on our favorite freaking actresses, food, chips, sports, etc. Make sure you check us out at Pushing Rope on Instagram, Pushing Rope Show, and drop a five-star review on Apple Podcast for us here at Pioneer Radio Podcast. This helps everybody find you find the show as much as we enjoy making it thank you so much guys check us out at paranormal.com enjoy this episode and see you guys next week till next time paranoid radio